Hey friends, it's Corey Andrew Powell here, letting you know it's time to treat yourself with an exclusive Motivational Mondays deal at the NSLS shop. Listeners get 20% off shop-wide with the code MONDAYS. That's M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Need a new coffee tumbler? Or perhaps you want to keep it classy with a new hardcover notebook? Well, get them on sale. Listen, with this deal, I'm tempted to trade in my bow tie collection for one of those cute NSLS hoodies. And don't forget, use code MONDAYS at checkout. That's M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Enjoy that 20% off at shop.nsls.org. And stay motivated, leaders. Stay motivated. If you met Nicole today, you would never believe that not too long ago, her life was completely falling apart. Taking out student loans to support her family, a new baby on the way, and a marriage that was heading for divorce. But when a tumor on her liver forced her to come face-to-face with reality, she knew she had to do something different. Today, she's sharing her story of how she clawed her way from the bottom, went on a journey of self-reflection, and came out on top living her best life. This is Motivational Mondays. I'm your host, Max Erzak, and joining us is Nicole Mayer. Nicole, it's so good to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. When people hear success, they typically think of material things, the expensive car, the great house, but some of the happiest people I've met see things very differently. How do you define true wealth? That's a great question. So I was once one of those people, um, graduated from college and thinking that my life was going to be a big house, fancy cars, a very big job title, and, you know, the white picket fence life. And I quickly realized life had a little bit of a different journey for me, but it helped me realize that success is so much more than that. Um, And really, it became what I value and what I want to get out of this life. And um, today, I look at it and say... I have a really nice house. I have a nice car. Is it all the flashy, fancy, what you maybe see on your next Instagram post? No, because I have decided my trade-off is I want so much more. And so my success is being able to have traveled to 21 countries, spending time with my son, having quality time with my son, having a job I wake up and love going to every single day and helping people give them guidance and advice to helping them live their best life and helping them realize things. And sometimes it's things that you don't realize till later in life when your mortality is facing you. Um, I would say I got lucky and got to face that early on in life so that I could be living my life uh, with more meaning um, well before, hopefully, I'm no longer here. Who inspired you to sit down, take stock of your situation, and become better? That's a great question. I have some amazing mentors in my life. I definitely urge people to seek out mentors. Um, But there was no one in particular. I think I just got to a moment where I was really at the bottom. You know, if anything you had said... um, was going to happen to me. I wouldn't have believed you, but you know, here I was, had a great college experience, um, got out of college, got engaged, um, was really living what I thought at the time was my best life and my white picket fence life. Um, and then the domino started to fall and I realized quickly that 
oh my gosh, everything you could have can be taken from you in a second. And what you once envisioned your life to be like, it's not necessarily going to be. Um, so, you know, we hear this a lot, like live your, your live your life like it's the last day. Um, and I kind of call BS on that because what does that mean? You know, are you going to party it up every day? Um, no, but it does, for me, it started to mean that I do want to walk into a place that I love working every day. I do want to have meaningful people and conversations and relationships in my life. Um, so I think it was being kind of at the bottom. I had just gotten divorced. Um, I was about to have a major surgery where, you know, half my liver was going to be cut out and they're telling you all these complications can happen that I said, I have to do something different and I have to lead my life in a different way. Um, and I have to, um, have something more meaningful and you know what the cars, the houses, um, those things weren't going to fulfill me. So what was going to fulfill me? And I started to really dissect what I valued in life and I value spending time with people I care about. Um, I value travel. I just love seeing the world. I have such an appreciation for my own life when I get to see the world. Um, and I totally value uh, my son and my relationship there. Um, and I value health and wellness. So how can I live my life and create an awesome life surrounded by those things? And you'll notice that none of those things had to do with, you know, a 10,000 square foot house and a Lamborghini in the driveway. Well, they're nice. And don't take me, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't turn it down. Um, if you had to choose, um, I choose to live my life with the things I value versus things. And I'm, I'm a big on experience over things. And that's because that fills me up. Let's talk about getting back on track when things do fall apart. What's the process for figuring your way out? Um, good question. So I did two things and, um, one was taught to me and then the other was just something I did. I'm always been goal oriented. I've always been one that, uh, I wasn't taught to like write down goals, but I always did. Um, so one exercise I did was how do I envision my life? So you're at the bottom, things are going really rough. If I could wave my magic wand today and this is my life would be perfect, what would it look like? From the time I wake up in the morning till the time I go to bed, how am I spending every minute of the day? And I still have um, my vision um, hanging on my closet door. And I used to have it in my shower because I would read it every day. And it's really um, how I wanted my life. Like I want to wake up. I want to work out in the morning. I want to make breakfast for my kid. I want to do this after work. This is how my weekends look. Um, this is how my significant and other looks. Uh, I mean, I have it super detailed. And then the other exercise that was taught to me that really put my vision into perspective and made me edit my vision a little was writing my own eulogy. Um, it sounds crazy. It sounds a little bit morbid, but I will tell you when you start to think about how you want to be remembered and what you want people to say about you when you're no longer there, um, it is an amazing tool to say, are you truly living your life every day the way you want to be remembered? So when you hear, you know, live your life like it's your last day, well, live your life like you want to be remembered. And I think it, you make very different choices throughout your day, your weeks, the months, um, and what you're doing and how you're doing it. A lot of us are trying to live up to someone else's definition of success. 
whether it's what our parents think we should be doing or societal norms or even what Instagram tells us life should look like. How do you live according to your own standards and not other people's expectations? That's a great question. So comparisons is so hard right now because we are trying to live up to what society is putting out there, what your Instagram, your parents, whatever. And this is where I tell you to get real. What is important to you? What do you value? And if you're doing that, your life and your best life is going to look different than your friends, your neighbors, your parents. And that is okay because everyone's is unique. And you know, when you get down to it, you realize there's a lot more unhappy people living a life that looks happy from a picture. And it's, trust me when I tell you it's not, I meet with thousands of people a year um, and so many of them I admire, or I thought I wanted this, or they have prestigious, whatever it is. And then when you realize how hot of a mess their life is, you're like, okay, I don't want that. You can pay me to have it. So stop comparing yourself to others. Just like your fingerprint, um, is unique to you. Your best life is unique to you. It doesn't look like everyone else's. And when you are clear on what's important to you, you stop comparing yourself and you don't care what someone else is doing because you are living and you have this confidence about your life that others don't. And they're still trying to prove and get acceptance from people around them. Even when we make an active decision to turn our lives around, sometimes it just doesn't feel like things are improving fast enough. What's your advice for staying positive as you work to achieve your goals? Oh man, perseverance is a, is, is a tough one. Cause, um, you know, my story is really a story of perseverance. Um, when, when we talk about all the things that happened, it happened in a five year period. And, um, I felt like I kept getting sucker punched everywhere. I turned out and make some progress. And then I was like, oh, life hits me down again. Um, you got to keep going. Keep going. Don't don't let um, – it's part of your journey for whatever reason. Life is throwing those curveballs at you, and that's okay. Um, and if you remember not to play the victim role and that you got this and you, you celebrate – the positives that are happening because there are positives. Um, and I, I'm the worst. I'm like a bull in a china shop. Like I want to get to my destination so fast. Um, but again, I think life threw me some curveballs on purpose um, to slow me down and appreciate my journey on the way. Um, and again, there, there's no magic to this. It, it really is mindset, mindset over matter. And you got to get your mindset in it and that you you keep visualizing what you want and where you're going to go. And again, it's going to get clearer and clearer as you're going on your journey um, and celebrate, celebrate the small stuff along the way and keep, just keep pushing along because it does get better. I love that. People tend to look at what they don't have rather than appreciating what they do have. How do you balance those two while still working towards a better future? So my thing is, you know, um, I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity to travel to so many places um, because it's really opened my eyes uh, to say how amazingly grateful I am, even when I don't think I'm where I'm supposed to be or I'm not at my destination yet. Um, But just always, and, and again, this is where that gratitude practice is, people would die to be where you're at and to have half of what you have. And I think you have to realize that there's so many people that don't have what you have 
And, and, and it might be that, you know, maybe you're the one with a really great relationship in your life, a significant other, and that other person has an amazing job. Well, they're looking at you and being like, well, I would trade my amazing job for to have an awesome relationship. It's always something, someone has something that you want. And I think staying positive and saying, listen, stop wishing and wanting be, appreciate what you have today. And I have this amazing quote, and of course I can't think of it right now, but it actually hangs on. I, I have uh, post-it notes everywhere, but it hangs on my mirror. Um, and it, it basically says, stop wishing um, and appreciate what you have today because people wish they had what you had. And it's the truth. Um, appreciate what you have today. You are making progress. There is always something to be grateful for in your life. And yeah, we want more. And who doesn't want more? But I always say like, do you have enough cake to eat right now? And you probably do, but we always want more cake. Um, so appreciate it along the way. And again, I can't, I can't stress enough how much gratitude and having a real solid understanding of what you value and what's important. Because if you can keep going back to that and saying, yep, I value this and I'm getting to do this. Okay. So I am meeting my goals. I am meeting some of it. It may not be a tangible thing. Um, one of my goals was to live within a mile of my office. So I could be like a room mom and still be like the things I always envisioned in my life um, on a personal side. It couldn't come fast enough. It took me a long time. My office is in a very affluent area. um, And you know what? It all came together when it was. I was so disappointed so many times when I went to look at houses or townhouses. And then one day it just, it just happened. And I'm so thankful I didn't force it the other, the other way. But um, again, just gratitude uh, people have, you have more than a lot of people and people wish they had what you had. So stay positive. Awesome. We hear the saying all the time. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. But what happens when you do plan and things still don't go the way you expected them to? So here's the thing about a plan. And the best way I can describe it is I'm here in Chicago and I want to get to California there's going to be some detours, some traffic, maybe uh, some things that are happening along the way that I literally can't predict. But I still know my destination is California. I'm here in Chicago. I'm going to drive to California. The idea of a plan is so that you can be educated enough about your situation and about where you want to go and that you have a destination that you can make and navigate some of the detours that are going to come up. You have to go into a situation Knowing there's going to be detours, knowing you're going to have to navigate a way, you'll still get to maybe your destination, but it may not be the direction that you thought you were going to go. And I'll, you know, I was guilty of this. I graduated from college. I had a plan in my head. My plan was I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to be this total boss babe and like have an amazing career. And, um, I never thought about the detours, uh, but I still got to where I wanted to be. It took, again, I, I just, I wasn't um, in the mindset to realize that there would be detours. And some of those things threw me off my course and really threw me off. I'm like, oh, I don't, I, my plan is totally shattered. It wasn't shattered. Um, so think about it, that you're going on a destination, wherever that destination is, um, Google Maps on your phone doesn't work. (laughs) And you just have to know well enough about what you want and where you're going, your final destination, that you're going to be able to navigate those detours. And I have to say this, detours are going to happen. There's going to be road bumps 
blocks in your way, getting you to your final destination. Um, but they're there for a reason. Um, embrace some of them because uh, they teach us a few things on the way. Can you tell us about your new book, Navigating Life's Transitions? Why did you write it? And what's the number one lesson you want readers to walk away with? So I wrote that book um, because I wanted to share part of my journey. Um, fortunately, most people don't experience what I experience um, all in one shot. Uh, the clients, the thousands of clients that I've met with, you know, it might be that they're 55, they've had a great career, and they get let go from their job. And now they're in this like wondering, what do I do next? Or it's the person like their parents get sick or they have a health issue. Um, so it's um, it's real life stories of clients that I have worked with. It's my own story and my journey on getting to and through my own transitions and getting to my destination. Um, and I just really want to inspire others. And I really wanted people to understand that there is guidance and advice out there for people to get to and through their journey successfully. And they're, you're not alone. Like what a picture looks like. And then, you know, I would say what a cover of a book looks like. And then once you open the cover of the book might be two different things. Um, so, you know, don't, we, the old saying, don't judge a book by its cover. It's the truth. Um, and I say that with people's lives all the time. Um, but I was really excited just to share my own journey um, and share um, other clients' journeys on they, how they navigated through some life's hurdles, some road bumps along the way. As part of this Live Your Best Life brand that you've built, you also have a course that you teach. One of the things that people seem to love about your course is that you make the complicated simple. You break things down into bite-sized bits of information so that people can understand their finances and see a clear path for reaching their life goals. What are some of the main things that you cover in this course? So one of the main things, we're constantly adding content, but in the Live Your Best Life course, one of the main things is we try and get you to get on the page and figure out where your destination is, what's important to you and help you try and navigate there so that you can be living your best life. It's really easy for me to say, hey, figure out what's important to you, what you value. Okay, that's great. Wrote it all down. All right, Nicole, now how do I get there? And it's really showing you how to put the car in drive, how you got there, what obstacles may be along the way, and how you navigate those obstacles, because there is going to be. So it really breaks it down, makes it easy. There's a lot of good tools. And this is stuff that like people just don't teach you. You end up learning by happenstance, by something either happening to you or you never learn it and you go through struggling. So we thought, let's put this out there so that people can learn how to start living their best life now. And why are you, why would we want them to wait till something happens in their life that gets them to a moment where, oh my gosh, I have been living the last 15 years this way and I've wasted all this time and I want you to start living now. I want you to start living your best life now and be able to navigate through life's hurdles and jumps and get you to and through your journey successfully um, and really appreciating and loving each day. And if people wanted to learn more about you and about your journey and about the Live Your Best Life brand overall, where should they go? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram at liveyourbestlife underscore Nicole. I'm also on um, Clubhouse, which is a really neat new platform at livebestlifenow. 
And lastly, YouTube. Um, we're putting out a ton of content on YouTube, Live Your Best Life featuring Nicole Mayer. Um, so you can find me in any of those places. Would love to hear from you. Love to hear all about your journey and how you're getting you know, to your destination. Nicole, thank you for helping us all understand that only we can define our success and that with a little planning, you can live your own best life. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to talk to you and I look forward to helping more people live your best life.